welcome back to another episode of the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Lunt. Good evening, everyone. And I am just a ball of sunshine, Jake Trowbridge. How are you doing tonight, Jake? I am swell. I put in what felt like a 30-hour workday, and I am ready to fucking drink and talk some some wonder here. Oh, I would have been drinking hours ago if I had that sort of day. <laughs> well, I don't have the luxury of drinking at work, so I'm sorry, Dustin. I'm but sorry I'm for to, you. I'm ready to talk some damn bold predictions today. Yes, yeah, great I'm episode. Up now. Great episode today, bold predictions, um, and maybe some overrated fantasy stats. We'll, we'll see, see. We'll we see what time. happens. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. the bath and beyond. I don't know if we're yeah. going to have time. <laughs> so uh, we will start off, as always... What are we drinking this week? Uh, this week we have the Citradelic Tangerine IPA from New Belgium. Um, is Citradelic like psychedelic, do you think? I hope so. I really do. This podcast is going to get real exciting. Oh, listen to that fresh yeah. open can. Now, now you know it's real, that we actually do drink. <laughs> I mean, that could that could be like a ginger ale, I guess. They it could know. be, but... You know, we would never do that to you. I would never fit to your like listeners. that. No. We don't fake it. So, yeah, nice clear beer. I like nice. it. It looks good. And I, I, I'm just going to say, we really are keeping this fucking streak of IPAs alive here. I know. I promise eventually we will drink something else, but this just looks so tasty. And, you know, we're getting into the summer season here. I know. It's better to drink lighter beers. It's just, it's just you're, you're feeling like you want to get outside, do stuff. For those of you that don't know, we live in the upper Midwest. So... The hellscape of Wisconsin. So, you know... Winter is an actual thing here where we don't get outside and, and do things. So mm-hmm. now that it's like spring is here at last, we're very excited to be That's right. doing sunny <laughs> outdoor things, which includes drinking light beers. It, it really does. If either of us watched Game of Thrones, I'm sure we could make a really stellar winter is coming joke right now. So we're just going to pause for like half a second and let you guys do that yourselves. Yes. And we're back. <laughs> nice. Good job, guys. Way to go. That... It's probably hilarious. Um, it smells real. It smells good. Real tangy. Mm-hmm. It's got some tang to it. It tastes all right. It's nothing too crazy. It's a, it's a pretty middle of the road beer. I would I say. Taste, I taste. I taste that tangerine. Mm-hmm. You can definitely I'm get the hint that of it. Tangerine life on my tongue right now. Um, but it's nothing overpowering. It's a very balanced beer. I don't think it tastes super bitter. It's actually really goddamn tasty. Maybe it's just the the disappointment. I've had it in my throat all day. Maybe it's because it's work. the first beer of the day for you, so you're very excited be. about it. Ooh, I bet that's it. Oh, God, yeah, that's good. Way to go, yeah. New Belgium. Yes. New Belgium, another Wisconsin product. See, that's the thing. We might have like eight. Is that not Wisconsin? They are not. Oh, Colorado, Fort Collins. Oh. Now I take it back. No, I don't. I like... I mean, I still like the beer. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, they're... Fun. They're Colorado. I'll be grudging. I don't admit to want it then. to mislead our listeners. Yeah, that's fine. As great as Wisconsin is, I wanted that opening to talk about it some know. more. We just talked about how bad it is in the winter. All right, that's fine. Colorado, good on you. Good beer. Yes. All right. So, Jake, do you want to hit us up with our uh, drunk trade of the week? I can't wait. This is pretty dynamite. So, this is our first ever. Audio, yes. Drunk audio trade. slash video. Yes, we will post the video to this. Yes, later once the episode goes up. Absolutely on our, on our Twitter at Drinking Fantasy, we will post this up so that you can 
absorb it in all of its yes. glory. But for right now, I'm just going to play the audio for our listeners here. Of, uh, of what I'm not even going to precurse it. I just want you to take in the majesty on your own. Okay. Let me make sure I get this nice and audioed up. Okay. We have a trade. We do have a trade. We got a trade. This guy. RG3. And a third rounder. Third rounder. 2017. Third rounder. I'm in the third round, baby. Four. Four. Giovanni Bernard. Shake on it, baby. You're still a little bench, but I said deal's done. All right. Okay, so, so that was, first of all, just magical. Third rounder. And a third rounder. He had, really yeah, wanted to make sure had, he remembered that had to that make sure rounder. that third rounder was in there. That's. I think that's how you know that he was really loaded, <laughs> is because he was focused on the least important aspect of whatever was going on. Absolutely. Which was that third rounder. Um, just for some context, this was back in 2016, so this was not like this happened yesterday. Right. And you're thinking, right. who gives a fuck exactly. about RG3 and Giovanni Bernard? Maybe even 2016 you were thinking that, but there was certainly more at stake. Absolutely. Okay, so this comes from at Sensei Miggy, who says, back in 2016, have no clue where exactly this happened. So you definitely know both of them were drunk. Yep. So that's locked and loaded. Uh, as if the glazed over eyes in the video yes. back in that way. <laughs> uh, and he says, both guys do not remember this conversation at all. So I don't officially know if the person tweeting at us is in that video. Miggy, you're going to have to let us know that. But either yes. way, it's Yes, wonderful. after we post the video, please comment and let us know if that was you <laughs> filming or if you were one of the two involved with the trade. We want more details. We want all of the details, please. I don't even really want to analyze the trade itself as much. I don't think we need to. Right? Because there's just... What are you going to say about it? Well, I'm just more curious why the third rounder so bad. Why? Who did he have in mind that he was so psyched out of his mind to get in the third round in yeah i don't know round. i don't know because i did go ahead and look back i was just curious like where did geo finish that year right you know, he occasionally has very serviceable years absolutely he was rb41 so you know that's... he probably had some serviceable weeks in there but yeah obviously you know robert griffin the third played like a couple of games for cleveland that year so maybe you got some startable weeks out of him. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It honestly doesn't matter. This trade made me so happy <sighs> because the drunkenness was on full display. Yes. So thank you, uh, folks. Keep them coming. It's been terrific. I love sharing these. It brings such joy into my life. There's a lot of negativity out in the world on your Twitter and on your absolutely. social media. We got to shed some sunshine. That's absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, God. All right. Talking about sunshine. Let's get into some bold predictions. Before we do that, yeah, I'm going to throw us off the rails here. I'm I'm, going to swerve. Oh boy! And and off script. Off script. I want to talk about something else here, uh, really quick. Oh, please do. So, for a little background, um, I recently picked up a orphan team dynasty team yes um which jake invited me into Mm -hmm. and uh so now i'm a part of his dynasty league this is what the third year now this is the third year that we're heading into so we are just about finished with our rookie draft so i just want to talk about the rookie draft just briefly here okay Uh, let's do it you know, so it's exciting because we don't typically have a lot of overlap in terms of our leagues. We have like the one redraft league right. every year that we'll do with friends. That's it. 
So yes. that's why I'm, I'm excited to talk okay. about this because now we're in a dynasty league together. Um, and, you know, I'm mm-hmm. brand new to this. I have no history with any players in here, obviously, other than you. Sure. You know, so I have no idea what the thoughts are with this league. You know, what yeah, kind of trades go on? Yeah, industry yes. league here, uh, hosted by Fantasy Knuckleheads. Have to put that out there. Mm-hmm. What, what? Um, yes, yeah, so it's kind of, you know, industry uh, tier of a, of, a, of a league. And you took over a pretty good team, first of all. Yes, I was shocked. When, when I saw you posted on Twitter, like, hey, we have this orphan team, you know, contact us for details. I went and, you know, looked at the team and I was like, Holy shit balls. I'm like, this is actually a really solid team. It's not like I'm taking over a dumpster fire here. Like Which I am all orphan teams. Yeah, are. absolutely. Like I feel like I could really contend this year. You have Deshaun Watson, you have Dalvin Cook, you have Julio Jones. You have a core of really yes, top tier players. Absolutely. So I was shocked. Shocked, I yeah. tell you. For background, the guy who left didn't leave because of the bad team, obviously. He left because he's like eight time zones away and he just got tired of like converting. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, that is kind of bullshit. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that either. I mean, you'd really have to be hardcore to to make that work. (laughs) So Uh, true. But let's talk about the draft. Yeah. So are you pretty excited about how yours ended up? Tell people what you, what you did. All right. So I had, um, well, just to preface this, this is just a a PPR league, uh, one quarterback, um, Multiple flex. Yes. So you can flex tight ends. That's right. So you could be starting two tight ends, but yes. no scoring premium for tight ends. Nope. Just standard PPR scoring. Uh, so that's the background on it. So I came in with the fourth pick overall in the draft, uh, which I was kind of excited for. Right. Because my other Dynasty League, I was uh, didn't have a first-round pick this year. So I was like, ooh, I actually get the pick and somewhat early. So yep. I was very excited And this about league it. does do a snake draft yes. for the rookies, which, which is, is a little, little unusual. A little different, yeah. but, you know, each each league has its own quirks. True. You know, so uh, I was very excited with my first pick. Yeah. I got Miles Sanders. Fell to me at number four. Yeah. I was very excited about that. I know made me very really happy. I know. It made me very happy. <laughs> You loaded up on the running backs. I did, which is odd because I'm actually really strong on running backs on my team. Yeah. Uh, but you got to go value. That's exactly it. My whole thought is I can trade them later, you know, and get even better value back. That's right. Get some of those to. second year wide receivers that's that right. people have bailed out on. That's right. Or I could trade for more, you know, 2020 picks or, yeah. you know, package them for, for better wide receivers. I mean, Right, so you did Sanders, Damien Harris, Kelvin Harmon, and Bruce Anderson with your last pick. That's right. Well, I know you're very excited. I'm about. very excited about yeah. him. I think he he is my. I'm my, sure we're going to talk about him in upcoming episodes. He Let's is my, way, he right? is my he's my guy. Nice. He's, he's my rookie right. that I think is going to just come in. He's in a great opportunity. I I, I just I love him. Love him. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say. I love him. Make out with his face. Uh, yes, I was excited about my draft personally because I got David Montgomery, mm-hmm. who is he's my one B in this year's draft. Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, whatever you pick one, you're going to be happy with it. That's Absolutely. just my perspective I, I happen on to it. agree with that. And I got JJ Arcega Whiteside in the middle of the second. I was really, I, I was really bummed about that because um, I thought about moving up and. I forgot that yeah. you were drafting ahead of me. Yeah, I got the JJ. So Arcega Genesis. I was boom. 
So I thought about trying to move up, and I just decided not to pull the trigger. I'm like, I kind of no. like how the draft is falling here. I'm going to wait and see. And I just I waited too long. So you sniped me on it. I am a I'm little disappointed. Really excited next year when he blows up. Yeah, I yeah absolutely. Also nabbed uh, Deontay Johnson in the fourth, which is yeah, I thought good, a great good value. Deal. Good He's value. A, uh, rookie receiver for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. could maybe be the next guy alongside could Juju. Yeah. You don't know. But I want to take that shot in the fourth round. Mm, absolutely. And then my dude, my dude. This is your guy. Wadre Allison. Rookie running back. Atlanta Falcons. Backing up. Injury prone Devonta Freeman. Who I do love. But uh, let's face it. Is injury prone Yes. I know fair... we just talked about this last episode. This suits him because it was a recurring injury that he had last year. He tried to come back. They tested him out. Kept it kept flaring up. Let's say mm-hmm. so. I will qualify him as injury prone. Um, and Edo Smith is a sorry. He's 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 not, a guy. He's a jag. He's a just a guy. Jag. Just a guy. So Quadre. Yeah. In the no, fourth like round. It. No, that's good. Could be. A and if that's your guy, you, you take your guy. Like we've said. You bet. You bet. So I'm very excited. I'm just excited that you were in this league. I'm excited that we got to draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a in a rookie draft mm-hmm. together, that was very awesome. I thought we we're gonna wait, have to wait until like a mock draft later this year. Absolutely, to get this action on the air. Yeah, so a couple interesting picks. Um, considering it's a one QB league, yeah, you know, I was really surprised at how high the quarterbacks went. How high Daniel Jones went. Maybe. I mean, all three quarterbacks, to be honest. I would have taken Kyler Murray where this guy... Kyler Murray went in the middle of the first, 107. He the 1-7. I, I mean, honestly don't hate it. It's a little early for I me, like personally. Him. I like him a lot. I don't know. I just think it's a little early. The other guys, Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones, to both be fair, went, were the only other two quarterbacks taken. Yes, and, and they're both in the second round. Yeah. Again, seems early. Um, maybe not Dwayne Haskins. Maybe I would have taken him in the late second. But Daniel Jones, I don't know. I would have waited till at least the third round, personally. I would have waited to take till him. never. Or maybe the fourth. I mean, it's like I said, one QB league. Like, it's not. It's true. You know, most teams have two to three, or you should have at least two to three quarterbacks on your roster already. So, to maybe take one that early. about that Daniel Jones Maybe. Life. Maybe it's a Giants fan. Maybe they... Actually, I know for a fact this is a uh, Washington fan. Oh. Ooh. So even more interesting. Ooh, that right? is. I know. You would have thought maybe he'd take... Actually, Haskins was already off the board. That's, I bet, why he forced Probably. himself to take Daniel Jones. Probably. He was salty. He was mad. He said, I'm going to derail my team with Daniel Jones. So, what do you think of the Daryl Henderson pick at 108? Okay, so I tweeted something out uh, this weekend as almost as soon as this happened mm-hmm. because I just this is the second draft now where he has gone in the middle of the first round and I just don't get it. I've gotten a lot of responses from people saying that Todd Gurley is basically dead, so of which course, he's not. Of course, Daryl Henderson is is the guy, and I guess it's fine. Like shoot your shot, take your take your pick, uh, but it's just I've never seen somebody clamor for a backup and so hard I, I could understand maybe if Gurley was your starting running back and you wanted to make sure you got that handcuff he, didn't you know, have Gurley. he, he doesn't have Gurley, so it's Neither just did the other guy in the other draft in so that it's, it's just an, I mean I suppose you're just banking on the fact that Gurley gets injured and that this guy steps right into that role 
Or do and, you think do you think it's one of these things like I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them so I can sell them to the girly owner and flip them for a profit? Maybe. But for the record, I hate people who do that. I don't I don't respect But, but that you're guy. already taking them in the first round, so do you expect to get multiple firsts at that point? Maybe. I mean I'm just or maybe a twenty twenty first plus? yeah. I mean I'm just class, I, I mean know. if you're 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 expecting to get a profit off of that, what what are you expecting then? It's you know? like buying an ice cream cone. Putting it in the freezer for a couple of weeks and then just walking along the street on a hot summer day asking for like, you know, five bucks for your ice cream cone. It's like, I guess if that's how you want to make money, I guess, go for it, but also a little weird Mm -hmm. and unnecessary. So I don't know. I thought it was very strange. Yes. So, um, so otherwise I thought it was, you know, relatively straightforward. Mm-hmm. Nicole Hardman went earlier than I would have ever taken him, but you're going to have to spend a first rounder but, to yeah, get him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, considering it's, it's at the very end is. of the first round, not yeah. too bad, really. Um, you know, I, I was really torn when I picked Damian Harris, uh, if I should take Alexander Madison instead, because I do have Dalvin yeah. Cook. Yeah. So I was like, do I take his his handcuff here? For the record, I love Alexander Madison. So do I. So that's why I, was, I, I really was torn with that. Like, I know I love Potter Allison, but I really love Alexander Madison. And I need, someone needs to step into that Latavius Murray role. Yeah. But it's not like I'm going to be starting both guys in the same week. No. So that was kind of my deciding factor. It's like, okay, I'll never be starting both guys, even though... Madison will have some volume, you know, sure. his rookie year. So that's why I pivoted to Harris. You pivot. So, uh, and it was a nice pivot. It was. So really? I respect that. So, yeah, overall, I'm pretty happy with my draft. Like I said, I, I loaded up with running backs, but that was just kind of how the draft fell to me. You know, when I was looking, I'm like, I don't really care about this guy. And I don't <laughs> really want to draft this guy yet. You know, it was one of those things where uh, the value was just too good. So. And always draft value. I'm That's pretty right. sure we talked about that. We did. Week. We did. So That's right. I am standing by my own personal philosophy. We don't just say the words. That's right. We use the words. That's right. People. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> now back to our reg- regularly scheduled programming. Uh, bold predictions. All right. Bold predictions. All right, Jake. You want to start us off? I predict that... Uh, we're going to have some trades to talk about in that league in the upcoming oh, absolutely. Uh, weeks. Absolutely. There's a bullet prediction I can't wait. It's, it's <laughs> going to be terrific. But to get into the actual bullet predictions here, what we're going to do is we're going to try and uh, break them down by position. We're mm-hmm. just going to do one per position. Uh, we, we want some back and forth, and we don't yeah. want to belabor anything. So one per is, is decent for us. So at the quarterback position, my bullet prediction for this year isn't about throwing, though. It's about quarterbacks, but it ain't about throwing, folks. I am boldly predicting that Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen will combine for a thousand rushing yards and 15, 15 rushing touchdowns. And I don't think it's that far off. I don't think it's that unreasonable. I think it's bold in the sense that you don't expect quarterbacks to put up those kind of numbers. But if you look at what they did last year, it's really just a small bump that I'm giving them. So last year, Lamar Jackson had enough rushing yards in the seven games that he started to qualify as a top 30 running back on the season. Not mm-hmm. per game, yeah. on the season. Top 30 running back numbers in seven games as a goddamn quarterback. I love it. I have him on my dynasty team. 
that we're just talking about. <laughs> Which maybe I have a little bias, sure. Um, but Josh Allen, not on my dynasty team. Still love what he's going to mm-hmm. do with his life. Absolutely. He led his team in rushing last year. Now, granted, LaShawn McCoy is basically on crutches at this point, and they've got a resurgence, quote-unquote, in the rushing game. You know, Frank Gore. Well, they've got the zombie squad. TJ, TJ Yeldon. Who I do like? I, re- I like TJ Yeldon. And Devin Singletary You like them so much you cut them from your team? Okay, first of all, asterisk by that, there was a goof with how we had to set our keepers for this league. I didn't want to cut him. I had to to make a draft pick. I have been allowed to put him back on my team. Uh, I just couldn't resist. You jerk. You jerk. So he will be back on my team. Uh, But but Josh Allen had 631 rushing yards, eight rushing touchdowns. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not even projecting that to stay the same. I think he will regress a little bit, mm-hmm. especially in the yardage amount. But I could see him getting very close to 500, and I think I think Lamar Jackson will more than make up that difference. But it's the touchdowns. So together they had 13 touchdowns on bad offenses. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it. Flat-out bad offenses who didn't really know what to do with their rookie quarterbacks. They're both in weird situations. Lamar Jackson especially took over halfway through, like I said. Mm-hmm. Still put up five touchdowns right. in seven games. I don't think they're going to steer away from what he does best. No. They're going to let him run. They're going to have those options inside the five in, in mm-hmm. goal line range. Absolutely. They're going to give him the ball on those times. I think he could easily get eight rushing touchdowns. You know what? I like it. It's not that bold. Ooh. I actually agree. Okay, I've got them uh, statted out. Uh, for over 1,600 yards combined rushing Wowie! and 13 touchdowns. So, okay. Um, so, so pretty yeah. close there, too. Yeah, absolutely. So really, I, I'm yeah. kind of under- So I like it. So I'm, I'm actually with you on the Maybe the bold italicized more than bold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm right there with you, man. Oh, I love it. We've we're, we're got the mind meld going mind here. Mind meld. Okay. All what right. What do you have for your bold? Well, let's see if yours is bold here. My bold, my bold prediction yeah. for quarterback is that Matt Ryan finishes as a top three quarterback again this season. Ooh. Absolutely. He finished as quarterback two last year. Correct. And you think he can repeat? I think he can. Okay. Absolutely. Why do you think he can repeat? Well, he gets his old OC back. His new old OC. His new old OC. Yeah. Yep. So he gets him back. So there's going to be familiarity there. Sure. Uh, I know Matt Ryan has tended to yo-yo his seasons where he has a really good season and then drops off and a good season drops it's, off. It's true. Uh, he's going to break it, though, this year. I'm, I'm So no yo-yo. No yo-yo. That yo-yo is going to get stuck. That's right. And it's going to just hang. That's right. It's okay. just walking the dog. He's <laughs> Uh, you know, you got Calvin Ridley. He's coming into his second year. Should be more involved with the offense. You know, more in tune with the playbook. You know, they have probably the, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league on the team. But I think, you know, God, what, yes. I think what we saw at the end of last season with the touchdown output is going to continue. Yeah. Uh, Austin Hooper, very underrated tight end. Eh, agree to disagree, but he's very serviceable. He's underrated. He's only, I think, 25 years old. He's very young yet. All right. So tight ends tend to take more time to break out. True. So this could be the year where he takes another step. I'm not going to say he's going to be top five or anything like that, but he could take another step forward. Better production. Sure. 
Uh, healthy Devonta Freeman. Healthy Devonta Freeman. He catches a lot of balls out of the backfield as well. So, I mean. <laughs> My guy, Quadre Allison. They, they, they beefed up out. the offensive line in the draft and in free agency. So, uh, I like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. So, they should be able to continue what they were doing last year. I like it. So, there you Dare go. Dare I say, boldish. Boldish. Because I do, I really like Matt Ryan as yeah. well. And he's, I think he gets a little bit too much shit for the yo-yoing, he does. honestly. He, does. he gets shit on. He's very underrated. Yeah. When you look at it as, yes, year to year, like the year before last, I think he finished as QB 13, 14. Right. Right there. And then, yeah, the year before, he did his MVP season. Right. Of course, knocked it out of the park. year before that, again, was like just outside the top 10. But over his entire career, he's always been a high-level yes, guy. Absolutely. It's it's yes, he's had a couple of down years, and, and it's often due, I think, to changes in the coaching staff. Absolutely. Changes to the OC. Again, this is a change, not really, because it's, it's getting yeah, it's getting back as old man, old new. However so, you want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. On the running backs, what do you got for us? Running back boldity. Think that's a word. I'm not going to type it into Google because I don't want to know. Um, I'm going to say that three running backs who are taken outside of the top 20 right now, so in terms of what their mm-hmm. ADP is right now, yep. will finish inside the top 12. They will finish as running back ones. Nice. So there's a trend that happens with running backs. A lot of it is due to injury. A lot of it is due to surprises, a.k.a. Philly Philly Lindsay. I'm going to call him Philly Lindsay. Philly. Yep. Philip Lindsay last year came out of nowhere to take. Didn't finish quite as a running back one. He was technically the RB13. Basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot of surprises in the running backs. Absolutely. There's always a tendency with the top running backs to disappoint. A la Le'Veon Bell. A la Devonta Freeman last year. Again, not stuff that you can predict. I think it's very reasonable that some guys outside the top 20, here are some names that I think currently being uh, taken outside the top 20 who could easily finish as a running back one. on Johnson, mm-hmm. just outside of it, he's taking RB21 right now. David Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, you stick with your guy. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake finished as RB14 last year with Adam Gaze, yeah. who notoriously hates... People. Running backs. Yeah, just in general. He, if you get on his shit list, you ain't coming off of it. Exactly. So, fresh start there with the new coaching staff. Should at least give him some more work. Chris Carson, if he manages to hold on to the job. Whoever holds on to the job in Seattle mm-hmm. could easily take that running back mm-hmm. one. Royce Freeman, if we think that Philip Lindsay was kind of a mirage last year, which I'm kind of on that side personally. Whoever the Kansas City running back ends up being, and God, I really don't want it to be Damian Williams. <laughs> So anybody else is going to naturally be outside the top 20 in terms of ADP. Buffalo running backs could be the same thing. If LaShawn McCoy does get traded or cut, which I kind of, again, sense is coming. So maybe your TJ Yeldon, maybe your Devin Singletary gets that chance to just run the shit out of that offense. Mm -hmm. Or even your guy, Alexander Madison, that you just picked up. Dalvin Cook goes down super early. I'm not wishing that by any means. Right. But game two, he goes down, severe injury. He steps up. He has a chance. That's all I'm saying. Yes. I like it. What are you thinking for your running backs? All right. I've got a couple here to choose from. I know we're only doing one. Oh, come on, man. No cheating. You got to pick one. All right. Or you can merge them. No. Okay. There's no way to merge them. Then you pick one. 
Um, this this may not be boldish, but I think it is. Okay. I think Saquon repeats as the number one overall running back this season. I wish you had said number one overall player. That would never happen. That's bold. Unless he's throwing touchdowns, which, I mean. <laughs> you don't know what he can do. He could be. I mean, we have to say Eli is back there. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe they'll just call a run play and it'll be an option for Saquon every time and he can just throw the ball downfield. Uh, hey, listen up, Giants <laughs> coaching staff. That's an option for you. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think a number uh, running back has repeated number one for quite some time. I don't know. So I don't I don't know the exact statistic, but I'm, I'm fairly confident in I that. I know for a fact, not within the last five seasons. So it's not something that that is easily repeatable. So sure. I think he is the talent to do it. And let's be honest, the yeah. Giants don't have a lot there to work with. So they're going to have to get him the ball. But you don't think that's going to work against him? In terms of his overall no, I think efficiency, he's, I think he's that good. Okay, and Doesn't he's going to catch a shit ton of balls as yeah. well. Yeah, and he can just break off those long, long plays at any given time. So I That's just true. And where, where else are they going to go with the ball? Really, Corey Coleman is he a thing? Is he still a thing? Yeah. Okay, he's still on the team. I'll believe you. They 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 <laughs> tendered him at his at his first round. Gross. Yeah. But it does, it's not shocking, I guess, no. anymore. It's not, not, not really. Whatever. Giants just have their own yep. drum. They do. So. Wait, so you're taking Barkley over Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott. Absolutely. I think, I think he's going to repeat number one this All year. All right. I, I'm going to hold you to that in our redraft league. All right. All right. Okay. I do like it, though. That's, I would say, boldish, too. Yeah. we got to get into something real bold. All right. I think this qualifies. Yours or mine? Mine. All right. What do you got? Well, I think yours does too. Well, one of yours does. See, you got two, and I'm I don't know which one you're <laughs> going to use yet. So, but mine I think certainly qualifies as a bold prediction. Robbie Anderson, lock it in, people. Top fifteen wide receiver in 2019. That's bold. I think that's bold. But I also have a little something something to back it up because I don't just make bold predictions to make them. I make them to win them. Oh. So Robbie Anderson, if you just look at how he finished last year, not great. Outside the top 30, mm-hmm. which makes sense now that he's being drafted as the wide receiver 31. Correct. If you just look at his end of year stats, mm-hmm. I get it. But the guy missed time with an injury. Um, kind of waned with bringing him back, not bringing him back. Ultimately missed a few games. But if you look at how he finished the year, once, once his quarterback into it. You got to remember Sam Darnold, fresh face, kind of struggled to start the year. Mm-hmm. Once he got into a rhythm, Robbie Anderson really lit up. In the playoffs, playoffs, most important time, obviously, of fantasy football, Robbie Anderson was your wide receiver two. Number two during the playoffs. That's big time. Last five weeks of the season, he was the wide receiver 10. So you could see that crest start to happen towards mm-hmm. the end of the year. He got, again, that connection going with his QB. What do you have there this year? You have Le'Veon Bell to help him. Correct. It's going to take the attention off of him on those deep throws. He's going to be able to connect more. Sam Darnold should get better. The O-line got a teensy bit better. I wish they had done a little bit more in the draft. But they did and get they have a an offensive uh, mastermind as their head coach now. Don't. We, we, I wasn't going to talk about him. <laughs> it flies in the face of my bold prediction. <laughs> Hey, Adam Gase does not hate, hate running backs. Or excuse me, he doesn't hate wide receivers. He only hates running backs. 
Um, no, all I was stating is he is an offensive mastermind. He, he's a genius. He's a guru. He's going to get Peyton Manning to be their GM. Which would be awesome. Quarterback whisperer. That's right. Um, but they also added Trayvon Wesco as a tight end in the rookie draft, who is really more of a blocking tight end mm-hmm. um, based on his usage in college. He could be. He is a good pass blocker. He's been graded very highly coming in. There's a lot working in Robbie Anderson's favor. Do not sleep on this man. All right. You heard it here, folks. There you go. All right. What are you going with here for your wider? Are you going bold or are you going bold light? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, So this is the one I'm going with. You tell me which is which. Okay. So I am going to say Sammy Watkins top 15 this year. Boom. The injuries, man. I know. The injuries. This is bold, I'm going to say. Well, it, it's going to, I bet it's going to split our audience. Half oh, I'm, I'm sure. Say it's totally I'm legit. sure if we were to put a poll out there, it would probably be 50 50. Right? It just depends on A, what you think, I guess, is happening with Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. and B, what you think of Sammy Watkins as a football player. So I think Hill will be suspended. I don't think he's playing yeah. this this season at all. Any. You don't yeah, think I don't, any I don't, I think not at all. Okay. Nope, I, I think it's just a foregone conclusion at this point. He's not playing. Okay. Um, he'll be either be on the commissioner-exempt list. He'll get cut uh, on top of being suspended by the league. It'll be something. He, he will not be playing. Okay, so there's I, your I'm, I'm very confident in that. Okay. I don't think that's a bold take by any means. Probably um, not, no. Top 15, mm-hmm. you've got one of the most dynamic offenses in the league, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, the targets that Tyreek Hill received have to go somewhere. They're not all going to Kelsey. You don't think they're and going it, to Miko Hardman? I say, if you think Hardman is going to step in and produce at Tyreek Hill's level right out of the gate, you got another thing coming. Or please join my my fantasy league, uh, and and I will give you all the Hardman shares you want. Oh, gross! That sounded so dirty. <laughs> Take it as you will. Hardman. Uh, okay, so. It's not going to me, Cole. It's right. all going to Travis Kelsey. Right. So, by default? By default. Okay. Do you think that he can stay healthy and play a full 16? Or close to a full 16? Yes. Okay. I I am going to be confident and say that his injury history is behind him. You're just putting that out into the world. You, you really want it to happen because there are guys who have overcome it. Absolutely. You want him to be one of those guys. You're you're injured until you're not. I sure. believe he's not anymore. This is a Keenan Allen situation. And he is, and you know, I, I, the talent is undeniable. Let's be honest. Is it? <laughs> he's got the most evil look. He was drafted number five overall. Yeah, that's fine. You've, you've never heard of uh, first-round busts before? No, Sam. Come on. He's not a bust. He's had 2,000-yard seasons already. I'm not saying he is. So, so he's now, a bust? But I'm saying it's possible. Guys who have high draft capital can fail. They that can. happens all the time. But but getting 1,000 yards in the season is considered a failure? No, I'm saying that he could You hear it here, folks. Jake <laughs> says 1,000 yards is not a good benchmark. That's right. It's 3,000 or nothing. <laughs> no, I'm saying that he absolutely could fail. Going forward. He could. Absolutely. Possible. Absolutely. Right? I just think the scenario, the perfect storm is whipping up for him to be no. successful this year. All right. And, and I believe 
you know, his injuries. Yes, he's had a lot of foot injuries. Uh-huh. And it's been both feet. I think that just gets put behind him. It is He's going to be running on pegs. Feet. It's going to be like a pirate out there. No, he just needs those skate shoes. No, he's, he's going to be like a... a uh, what's his name? The, the the spatula feet runner. Spatula. <laughs> uh, the the sprinter. The sprinter. But he was a sprinter. But he was he, he was really fast. Sprinter. Yeah, I forget his name. Feet. That's just. I'm sorry. It's bad. Bad take. I'm sorry, folks. I don't even know his name, but he's never uh, going to be known as anything but spatula feet now. Uh, uh, I don't know. I know. Okay. All right. So you're saying get him some spatulas on those feet and, and he's watch him. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Oh. Okay, so we are both projecting a kind of outlier wide receiver as a top 15 mm-hmm. finish right now. Do you want to make the first one of the year? Do you want to make the first beer bet? Yeah, let's do the first beer bet. Which which one, higher? which one finishes higher? Done. What do we Done. want to make this beer bet for? I think it's got to be, you know, chugging half of the grossest beer that the other person can find. Half? Yep. Only half. I don't want to go full-blown just because we can come up with some really nasty beers. Isn't that part of the bet, though? Okay, let's go full. Let's go full. I have confidence. All right. I'm, you're not going to shake me. Yeah, all right. Done. All right, Robbie Anderson versus Sammy Watkins. All right. And the crowd goes silent. <laughs> because <laughs> this is like picking between a egg that somebody sat on and a hamburger that somebody stepped on. Yep. Okay. It'll be fun. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's move Our right first on. beer bet of the season, folks. I do like that. I do like that. All right. Let's we finish it up with up. some uh, keep a log of that. tight ends. All right. Tight ends nobody likes to talk about. Let's try and get through these as quick as possible. All right. Uh, this is bo- this is by far my boldest prediction of the the the, the slot, the slate. Here I, so I will agree with that. Two rookie tight ends are going to finish inside the top 15 this year. And if that doesn't sound bold to you, let me throw some, some numbers at you. Evan Engram. Rob Gronkowski. Those are the only two rookie tight ends to finish inside the top 10 since 2000. It's top 10. Yeah. Only 36 rookie tight ends have finished inside the top 30 their rookie season since 2000. I'm not saying top 30. I'm saying top 15. And I know that there are guys who have enough talent Mm -hmm. and enough of a situational boon to make it happen. Absolutely. Your Iowa tight ends, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson. Josh Oliver, I really like this year. Certain in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. there's just it's an uncrowded space for him to work with. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that Jay Sternberger of the Packers is going to come in a while, but wouldn't it be nice if he did? It would be, and I don't think it's out of the question. Yeah, it's it's. Possible, I mean, let's be honest. Jimmy right? Graham hasn't done. I mean, okay, he was top twelve last year, but yeah, the bar is not set high for tight ends. Let's it's be really honest. Not. So, and that's the other thing; it's so fluid. And his knees might just give out at any given time, and <laughs> you know. So, I mean, Jace could just step right into that role. It's awesome. you never know. Irv Smith, maybe they go to him sooner than expected in Minnesota. Dawson Knox is the only game in town in Buffalo. There are a lot of guys where it's not outside the range of possibility. It would be very unique. It would be very rare. But I'm saying it could happen. Absolutely, I like it your tight end projection for this boldness my bold prediction yeah is eric ebron finishes top five again this season absolutely why would you do this to yourself i am a believer (sighs) i am an ebron truther i'm a believer and i he's gonna do it again i know i know i've heard all the the arguments 
about the splits when Jack Doyle's in, and now You've heard all the logic and, and the then, reasoning, and then <laughs> you know they they picked up uh, uh, Moncrief. They, no, no, no. no. Uh, they, uh, they Funches. 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 I'm sorry. I misspoke yeah, Funches there. Funches of Funches. Uh, I, I'm mixing up my big men. We've <laughs> uh, all been there. So, you know, he's going to be the red zone target apparently now. I just, I don't buy it. I think Luck and Ebron, they, they're in the zone together. They got a bromance going. All right. It's going to continue. I'm saying it's Doyle season, man. Jack, Jack, seat back. All right. He's coming for it. He is not. <laughs> He's the thing of the past. I think both of our tight end predi- predictions are the boldest that we've offered today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah As it should be. Um, you know what? I, I'm so pleased with how this has gone so far. I don't want to chance it on even talking about some overrated fantasy stats. Yeah, maybe we save that for another week. Let's save it for another time. Let's leave them... Wanting more suspense. Wanting more. Yeah, like another season of Game of Thrones. That's if right. I understand Twitter correctly. Yes, exactly. Again, I don't really know, but sounds like it. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to impart on these people? Today? Um, you know, just as normal, check us out on the uh, Twitter machine at Drinking Fantasy as our uh, podcast uh, Twitter account. Uh, you can find me at the at FF Dusty Dog. You can find me drinking beer right now at Jake Trowbridge. Uh, you check out our website, www.drinkingandtalkingff.com. <laughs> the full official name. That's right. Well, you don't want to confuse our... HTTP colon slash slash. Backslash backslash. Yes. Okay. Yeah, don't forget that. Very important. Where else can they find us? Uh, probably just walking That's around about it. enjoying life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, send us more drunk trades. People, we love them. We love to hear them. Uh, If you have any questions for the show, DM us. Hit us up on our webpage. We have a a mailbox uh, submission form you can fill out. We'll answer your questions on on the next episode. So by all means, uh, check us out. If you're on the uh, iTunes, give us a rate and review. Subscribe. Subscribe. Follow us. We're on on all the platforms. Manually download every episode. You can just click that subscribe button. Absolutely. Give us a review. We'll probably read it on air because we love to hear what people think about us. We haven't done that yet. We have not. We should do that. We should. Maybe next week. Oh, get them in. Get some good ones in, folks. Uh, That's about it. Anything else, Jake? Nope. Just high fives all around for those bold predictions. That's right. Great episode. Until next week, folks, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Cheers, FFers.